0: On this week's episode of Good For You, friends don't let friends lose friends over sleep, over lack of sleep. There we go. I'll still befriend you if you're a zombie. Don't worry. Hello and welcome to Good Good For for you. You. Good for you, man. Good for you. Good for you. A podcast
1: about the things we ghosted, the purchases that haunt us, the best products, services, and industry happenings in the wellness, well-being, and spiritual space. We're going to give you a healthy little dose of fun. We're going to talk about the things that are happening in pop culture, the ones that got away, the things in our cart that are haunting us or ghosting us, our strong opinions
0: that are loosely held. <laughs> we like to call this the Grex, the group text, the group text in your ear. So come say hello. Join us in the audio Grex, where friends don't let friends get, get scammed. scammed. hello how's it going it's it's going i'm waiting to hear the the pop of your drink i'm happy that we're here and that you're back this is good for you we're back with drink of the week we have two different drinks this week should we just
1: blind taste both of them at the same time one two three
0: yeah i just chugged mine as if i was drinking (laughs) beer in college or something mine's actually delicious you don't like yours Mine tastes like static electricity. Honestly, I hate how it feels on my body, inside my body. Might not hate. How's yours taste? Delicious. Mine is blood orange and basil. It's this company, Baloo. Oh, it looks Uh, cute. Mood-boosting sparkling water with nootropics and adaptogens and vitamins. Oh, my God. (laughs) This drink has everything. (laughs) This is a panacea for whatever you can think of wanting. Something ailing you. This drink will help. I would recommend. I would buy again. All right. I've
1: got a drink that says good idea. Oh. And it says it is black currant drink. Live. Feel good. Live good. Sparkling water that has amino acids in it. Oh, wow. It can do it all. It can prime your metabolism. It can balance your blood sugar. It can give you electrolytes for hydration. It can give you zinc for immunity. It has all the L's in it. L-leucine, L-thereolene, L-lysine, L-valine, amino acid blend. (laughs) It has zero everything else. If you look at the back of this, nothing. This is empty. (laughs) Devoid. (laughs)
0: Devoid Empty calories, empty words. (laughs) Empty promises.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So it's basically nothing except for some amino acids. It's carbonated water. You know, I was expecting a juice. Now that I know it's decarbonated water, okay. I'll take it.
0: Okay. Would not recommend to a friend. Is that what we're saying?
1: Well, okay. Now listen, I'm riffing on this in my brain right now, but really there's like silly beverage category. Mm. There's functional beverage category. There's yummy beverage category. Silly beverage, I would say is Baloo or like an olipop where it's like, you know, no harm, no foul. But is it doing anything for you? Maybe not, but it does taste delicious. Like- I would say
0: most of the drinks that we review are silly beverage. Absolutely. (laughs) Silly girls. They are silly
1: girls. And that's maybe why I was disappointed because this isn't a silly beverage. It's more Uh, of a
0: functional beverage. It's It's more of a nothing beverage.
1: It's a nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I want my beverages silly and cute. Hi, listeners. Welcome (laughs) to Good Good For You.
0: We're back after a little intermission. Ethan was on the pod last week. If you haven't listened,
1: he may have tried to replace Wallace
0: (laughs) with lots Um, of feelings. (laughs) He tried to come in with some, some really wonderful consciousness to this pod, (laughs) which (laughs) Michelle firmly rejected. (laughs) He,
1: you know, he tried to come in and mess with the essence and I was not about that, but I did appreciate his energy for a guest. Fabulous. But no one can replace you. Wallace.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, speaking of replacing people and friends, (laughs) this is a segue. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's right. You know what's going to be sad is
1: one day when one of us dies.
0: (coughs) This is not a segment, but I was looking at this study because I have been sleep deprived recently. I returned to New York and not only did the clocks change the night that I came back, But my flight was delayed and I was in a two-hour immigration line. So even though I flew in Saturday and I was supposed to land at 10, I got back to my apartment at 5 a.m. Oh, (laughs) And even if you sleep, then you lost a night of sleep. And I think I'm still catching up from that. And then I got food poisoning. It was a whole thing. But lack of sleep, I was reading in the study, also means a high susceptibility to being antisocial. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it checks out, it when checks you out. Hate everyone because you're so tired. The last thing you want to do is hang out.
0: Exactly. What's the same? If you're mad at the world, if you think everyone's mad at you, take a nap. If you're mad at
1: everyone else, have a snack. <laughs> <laughs> love, it, love it. As someone who's been a bit sleep deprived over the last yeah. couple of months. And I feel like I'm in particular this week for some reason, maybe it's because of daily savings time, but I'm like, Yeah. The last thing I want to do is like hang with people and entertain. I just like need to turn my brain, like put my brain in sleep mode even. I don't need to actually be asleep. I just need to not be exerting any effort or energy with my brain, you know?
0: Well, because you're also just seeking that sleep. So when you think about hanging out with other people, you're like, that's taking away from me getting potential sleep. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> right. You kind of like begin to roll down the dominoes of like, okay, well, if I go out with them, then I'm not going to get home until this time. And I'm going to be awake because I went out to a loud place. And then I'm going to scroll on Instagram. And then I'm really not going to go to bed till 2 a.m. And I'm going to be even more tired tomorrow. So I might as well just not do anyone anything and not talk to anyone forever.
0: <laughs> I might as well. Die. <laughs> yeah, well, that's
1: what, like. <laughs> that's what it feels like.
0: That's what it feels like when you're sleep deprived. So, this study was talking about how people are less inclined to be generous when sleep deprived. So, I thought this was really interesting. 78% of participants reported less willingness to help a stranger or someone they knew in a sleep deprived state. For example, Doctors prescribing pain management during the day versus night shifts found oh. researchers found that when the doctors were presumably more tired, they tended to under prescribe pain relievers, <gasps> and reported less empathy for patient <gasps> pain. Oh my god! There's also conflict resolving between couples. Don't try and resolve a conflict when you're tired. If you're mad at each other, no. go to sleep. Go to bed. Just like, but go to don't sleep go mad. to bed angry. Oh. <laughs>
1: That's like don't go to bed angry, but do go to bed mad.
0: <laughs> I think that's like one of the rules to live by: is don't go to bed mad at anyone. It's very hard, though. But sometimes you're, like, you're, you're just in. Yeah, it's too late, and there's to
1: be, you're, you're not like you're not gonna get on mad.
0: <laughs> my dad would always, that was always his saying. And then if we were ever going to bed and I was mad at him, he would peek his head in my door like right before bed, and he'd be like. Don't be mad at me. (laughs) And I, of course, would laugh and it was silly. Yeah, there you go. That's a good way to diffuse it. Don't be mad. (laughs) Anyway, so I I brought this all around to say, if you're thinking about asking someone for some help in some way or something, time it cautiously and don't ask people stuff when they're tired. (laughs) Just leave them alone. (laughs)
1: Let them rest. Let them sleep. Dang. Do you feel like... You can ever make up the sleep deficit. Like, what do you need to do to make up a sleep deficit? Like what you're experiencing
0: right now? Mm, I think a few more hours of sleep each night that week.
1: Hmm. So you go to bed earlier and earlier and earlier.
0: 7 p.m. It's my (laughs) bedtime now. (laughs) Josh comes home from work. You're already asleep. Yep. I always think of it like a bank, but all the sleep researchers have different things to say about it. It's very confusing out there. It is. It's a lot. My
1: aura ring basically tells me what you said. Got to sleep more. And you also have to like just be easier on yourself in the day. Like do less. Don't exercise. Like don't use any energy.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's confusing though because sometimes you do need to work out to get a better sleep for me. Yeah, amen. <laughs> Listen, the body is a confusing, mysterious place. It's a wonderland. Actually, I heard they it's said. Actually, actually, you're right. That is what they say about the body. It's a wonderland.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I guess. <laughs> Speaking of so, bodies in Wonderlands, lots of bodies looking very different in the media lately, in particular, celebrity bodies, and Ozempic is the name of the game, or it seems to be the name of the game. Wallace, what do you know about Ozempic? I feel like everyone's talking about it at this
0: point. Okay, here's what I know. Previously used for diabetes and treating obesity, both, mm-hmm. it's a drug that affects the brain and your hunger levels, so helps decrease appetite, and therefore helps people curb cravings for who have type 2 diabetes and are struggling with obesity.
1: Yeah, that seems to be it. It's a diabetes drug. And type 2 diabetes is the type of diabetes that you develop when you're an adult, so often... Mm obesity is a side effect of diabetes or comorbidity Mm. I guess and when this drug was getting tested to treat diabetes they noticed that it helped people lose a ton of weight but lately it's been in the media this and other peptides called one called wagovi that has a really similar effect on the body because people who are not considered overweight or obese are taking these drugs in order to lose weight and particularly like celebrities real housewives in fact in Instagram influencers, everyone's on it. So much so that there's been a run on Ozempic on so people who have diabetes like can't find it. The people who actually need it to treat their condition, which is
0: a little fucked up. A little fucked up.
1: We've been talking about Ozempic amongst ourselves for the last couple of months, but it was in the news in a big way over the last week because Weight Watchers, now known as WW, acquired a company called C. WWE.
0: They're going to add on an E at the end soon.
1: <laughs> but they acquired this company that basically does telehealth and get, can give people prescriptions to Osembic and other drugs that are like it. It reminds me of all the telehealth company, mental health companies that popped up during the pandemic that were prescribing people Prozac and anti-anxiety drugs and Adderall with like right. you know, one 15-minute call with a nurse practitioner.
0: Yeah.
1: But Weight Watchers acquired this company and that's huge. Huge news because it is basically like, I don't know, kind of flying in the face of what Weight Watchers has done and built its brand on, which is all you need to do is change the way that you eat in order to lose weight. And now it sounds like they're throwing their hat into the ring for, yeah, modification through drugs.
0: It's really sad. It's it's like the quick fix model, but not a quick fix because this is a huge complex problem.
1: Yeah, I mean there gosh, there's so, so much. much here. Yeah. I think for people who like Really are overweight o- who identify as obese. On um, I think BMI is how they prescribe Ozempic to people for weight loss. Um, it could be like a miracle drug and and be so helpful and kickstarting a healthy weight loss journey, if mm. and or whatever if that is improving your health. But it's just being already being so abused by so many people yeah, because hashtag diet culture, like I can't imagine that this is gonna go well for weight watchers. and that, like only people who truly are, identified as obese on based on their BMI are going to be the ones that are taking this and using it.
0: Yeah. I also think what's really scary is how quickly these diet culture fads specifically spread yeah. and proliferate because of the way that information spreads on the internet. True. It's Just... like
1: we're working at like the speed of TikTok, right? Which is mm-hmm. insane. All, we, we talk about microtrends all the time here on Good For You. And it's so fascinating to watch these microtrends come up, not in fashion or makeup or even wellness in terms of supplementation or, you know, like, I don't know, things people are trying, like cold plunges, but with controlled substances that have a gigantic impact on your well being and your physicality and your biochemistry that potentially have like very severe side effects. And I think with Osempic, with Adderall, with like when drugs are prescribed to the people they should be prescribed for, prescribed to for the reason that they are created they are a good thing right a- across across the board like they're generally a good thing but what happens is that these drugs get abused by these systems because the market is trying to move so quickly to meet demand these brand like these companies are just not conscientious and as a result people get hurt and like we perpetuate diet culture and mm-hmm. unhealthy standards of beauty all of the above. And we're sort of like missing the point of an amazing drug like this, Ozempic, o- that can really help someone who's struggled with obesity their entire lives. This might be like incredible for them, um, but it's overshadowed by all of these people who are abusing it to lose 10 pounds, 15 pounds, to be underweight, to like mm-hmm. get a heroin chic look, because like that's oh, what's God. trending right now, you know? And it's, it's like, oh, we just missed the forest for the trees and it kind of ruins it for everyone
0: it's so sad it it makes me feel sad that we haven't gotten very far in terms of our perception of thinness and diet culture to your point it seems like we make like you know huge strides forward and then mm. we so easily slip
1: back into like yeah but skinny is hot right like yeah. <laughs> we've done so much work on body positivity and body neutrality and health at any at every size and then like it's in Two seconds. It's like Silicon Valley Bank closing after like 40, failing after 48 hours. It feels
0: like that, where it's just like, how did this happen? What? Yeah. So fast. Yeah. But I mean, just the symbolism of Weight Watchers being like, fuck it, essentially backing this drug as their main strategy is really sad. I feel both, right? I feel
1: that it could be an amazing supplementation to understanding how to fuel your body, like with mm-hmm. proper nutrition yeah which is i think what like weight watchers purpo- purports to do i don't know if they actually do that if we like right. look at what their product is and if that's actually what they and i think that that's the question like well is this truly how this this drug is going to be used or is this just like an acquisition scheme for weight watchers because they know people are going to want to be prescribed Zembic. they've been failing for the last couple of quarters and mm-hmm. so they're buying this company to like yeah, just to make more money because capitalism. Oof. There are some really good conversations, podcasts that we both listen to about OSEMPIC, and maybe we'll share them in the show notes. But, you know, it's being prescribed – I think the American Pediatrics Association or some yeah. some governing body – who recommends what should be how children should be treated came out with basically their treatise on childhood obesity and they are recommending that kids i think starting at age 12 are put on drugs like Ozempic if they are obese because mm. they believe that like the contraindications and comorbidities of obesity that doesn't get you know handled right. at a young age are exponentially worse than the side effects of being on a drug like ozempic for the rest of your life might be and you have to wonder like well <laughs> of course like the drug company wants that because mm-hmm. if you go on ozempic as a 12 year old that means you have to be on it for the rest of your life you're a customer for life you're paying for this for the rest yeah. of your life so is that actually what's best for people or is there some like lobbying that's going into these decisions and and that are being made it's it's really hard to parse out. It goes all the way to the top with the pharmaceutical <laughs> companies. I think it's definitely good for Weight Watchers.
0: Yes. <laughs> like as a yes. business.
1: I, I yes. can't see it hurting them as a business. Collectively, do I think it's good? No, because I think it's really hard to tear apart Weight Watchers and diet culture and anything Weight Watchers does. Like I wouldn't consider Weight Watchers a healthcare company personally. No, it's a uh, so diet company. Yeah, so it feels tough to say that this is good for us. It seems like the ramping up of diet culture.
0: It feels like a new diet culture rebrand, which is always happening everywhere you look. Constantly, there's always a new Wellness version is of a it. diet culture rebrand. Exactly. <laughs> well, moving our sexy unique scam. Scam. Camp, scam. scam.
1: Scam. 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 So there's been some some viral in the last just even two days since we're recording this viral. Gwyneth Paltrow videos that have gone 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 live. Thanks to an interview she did with Dr. Will Cole in his podcast on Dear Media. Do you well, ever listen
0: to that podcast?
1: Dr. Will Cole? No. No. Yeah. Sorry. That guy is not for me. He might be for other people, but he is not for me. He is the like intermittent fasting guy. And I just said that- something about him
0: that I'm not uh, just not into, but he could be a great guy. I don't know. I don't know that much about him. I thought he wrote that book, Ketotarian, but I did listen to part of this podcast where he interviewed Gwyneth Paltrow. When I was watching the clips, I was like,
1: okay, did Dear Media cut these clips? Because they know they're, yes, to get like shit on and they're going to go super viral. They had to, For right?
0: Sure, of course.
1: As of recording, it's Wednesday. There were three clips that were up. One was about her wellness routine, which was basically like she talks about intermittent fasting. She drinks like bone broth for lunch, has a coffee, and then like eats paleo for dinner and dry brushes in her sauna. And it was like a little cringy, definitely giving eating disorder vibes. And the next clip was of her talking about how she was a very early adopter of (laughs) IV drips. And while they were talking, she was getting an IV drip of like, of good old-fashioned vitamins, as she said. And then the the third clip was about her talking about how the end of the golden era of film is upon us and mm. she doesn't think she'll do movies again and why she doesn't think she'll do movies again. And it was a little like side-eye because she mentioned something about me, the Me Too movement. And she was very much like, I think, Harvey Weinstein and Gwyneth Paltrow, there are some rumors about all of that and how she won her Oscar for Shakespeare in Love. So oh, yeah. a little questionable, but man, the comments on TikTok were ruthless on all of the videos.
0: <laughs> Two of my favorite comments were I was an early adopter of Flintstone gummies <laughs> <laughs> and I was an early adopter of Kirkland gummies, <laughs> <laughs> like vitamin gummies. I was like, <laughs> oh. nailed it.
1: Oh my God. Nailed it. Yeah. It was it was funny and like first reaction was she's just so eye roll you know there's something about her she's um, back at um, but it I also with her kind wealth of felt is wellness <laughs> she's easy to pick on and but but I felt weird about people calling out her like that she looks like Skeletor or haggard or she looks so ugly or she looks so old like basically it's just commenting- because pe-
0: we're ageist.
1: Yes. Like commenting on her appearance as, well, she's not, there's no way she could possibly be so well. She looks so bad, which is kind of like the just as bad as wealth as wellness saying like, well, if someone's skinny, then they are well like that. That's not, I don't know. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. There seems like there are so many other things that you could hate on Gwyneth Paltrow for.
0: Like, be a little more creative, Mm -hmm. you guys. Speaking of Gwyneth Paltrow and Maj Madara, Mm -hmm. who's the former CEO of Beautycon Media, are launching a venture called Kinship Ventures. And or I guess they launched it in 2021 and they're trying to raise another round for its debut fund right now. And I think that's interesting Mm -hmm. because I'm so curious where they're going to invest and what's going to happen there. Mhm.
1: Yeah, it is interesting for a couple reasons. I mean, moj started Beautycon and I think was in the music industry before. Um mm. and is like definitely a figure who is polarizing. Like Yes. I think moj has an insider takedown piece written about her about how difficult she is. But you know, that's kind of like what insider does. They sort of like spin up these stories about that. female founders and how horrible they are when in reality like I don't know. Are they actually that bad? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know anyone who, I don't know anyone who's worked with Moj directly, but definitely has a reputation and also is an incredible tastemaker, like wasn't really in the beauty space and then saw an opportunity and BeautyCon was huge. Um, Mm -hmm. And then of course, Gwyneth who like, I mean, Goop has launched a thousand wellness businesses. Like there was a Mm -hmm. time where if you were featured in Goop, you were, it was like getting on Oprah's favorite favorite things list. Like you are going to be successful because you got to right up in Goop.
0: Yeah, and as much as there are comments of people hating, there are people researching everything she recommended on that podcast and everything mm-hmm. she's doing and how they can tap into it. She's still such a tastemaker. Yeah, um, and
1: hate and love and hate are like mm, kissing yes. cousins, you know, it's mm-hmm. apathy that you have to worry about. And people are yeah. obsessed with Gwyneth Paltrow because they're obsessed with hating her. But that also means that like, She gets a lot of press. Goop gets a lot of press. Like, I don't know. She's. I think she's figured that out.
0: Oh, yeah. And I'm sure she enjoys her life, so she's fine.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she's (laughs) laughing on her way to the bank inside of her underground sauna in her gorgeous Montecito like mansion. She's fine.
0: Yes. But to your point, she's still in the news. We're still talking about her as this polarizing wellness figure how many years later. Yeah, it probably isn't a
1: coincidence that this podcast just happened and it's march 15th and there are a bunch of articles from march 2nd and 3rd talking about gwyneth paltrow raising trying to raise 75 million dollars which means they haven't secured yes. the fund yet so yes. she's doing this on
0: purpose <laughs> Like, also hard it's time to raise
1: super hard time to raise <laughs> i also just think that they're like investment philosophy is really all over the place it looks like mm-hmm. they're wanting to invest in early stage consumer goods firms technology companies And Web3 startups, specifically in education tech, health tech, beauty, essentials, and wellness industries. I'm like, that's everything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I mean,
0: everything is everything. They did call it Kinship Ventures, which I'm kind of a sucker for. I'm like, it's a good name. (laughs) <laughs> it's a good name. It's true. It's a good name. I don't know. Do you think that wellness, well, like
1: Gwyneth Paltrow, I almost said wellness Paltrow. <laughs> wellness Paltrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really
1: it. <laughs> do you think that, that she's a scam? Or like, do you think that people actually secretly stan her? Like they love that she is this this figure that they can like throw their vitriol on.
0: I think they love it. I think she does really, whether it's true or not, she continues to add fuel to the flame of her embodying and representing a very specific type of wellness culture mm-hmm. especially in this interview. Yeah. <laughs> that has been pretty damaging in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not all black or white. She's just emblematic of a lot of things that people are very upset about for good reason and should be. Yep. And I think that she's like probably will not escape that but it also works for her brand well yeah she's she's so out of touch <laughs> like, yeah how so... can you be she exactly. like, was the daughter a of baby yeah
1: <laughs> like she's been famous since she was a little kid she's yeah just like she's not a normal person she's like she just has no sense of reality and not that that excuses it but like She comes off as out of touch because she is out of touch. I don't know. In a way, it's kind of like refreshing that she's not trying to be an everyman. She is not like us and she knows that.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's this interesting person where people can be like, hmm, what's the latest thing that she's up to? Mm -hmm. You little sick freak. What are you into?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Instead of like eating something, you're like, I'm just going to mainline these vitamins instead yeah
0: i mean i would love to mainline two hundred dollars of vitamins into my (laughs) more please
1: it's got to be way more
0: (laughs) yeah it's actually not the cost of the vitamins talk about sexy unique scam (laughs) we've talked about this it's the cost of all of these places that administer the iv drips and you are paying for the nurse's time Alright, next week we'll do a haunted cart, but this week we are ending with is Gwyneth Paltrow a sexy unique scam?
1: I don't feel equipped to answer. I feel like oh, we you're had, pulling we to the me the audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's throw it through the audience. You let us know. Is Gwyneth Paltrow a scam or do you stand? That's it for the pod. Don't change. Or do. Have a great summer. Bye. Bye. She was a woman of ambition. She had goals. She had vision. She knew the boys who put the sparkles on that neck, she played him sure but what the heck, she toasting with friends on the deck, she dances slow for him, she lets him know she ain't an easy bet,
0: she don't feel him inside her heart, sometimes a girl has to be smart.